Hey guys, welcome back to the Lockie Fields Show. This is episode 50. Today we're talking about um, dealing with alcohol and staying in shape at the same time. Um, Now, the reason why I brought this up is I did a post on Instagram, on Facebook, and I asked the simple question, you know, guys, I'm looking to create some more content and some more podcast episodes to help as many people as I can. Um... So I asked the question, what's the biggest frustration when it comes to, um, you know, when it comes to your health, when, when it comes to staying in shape and, and, and keeping in shape, of course. And one of them was the most important, uh, most, I think it was the most commented um, on my social media was alcohol. Um, having the habit of, you know, not so much the habit, but like the social prepper, you know, social pressure, you know, missing out on things, you know, you got to cut back on the partying and all that kind of stuff. So I just want to talk about a few points today and, and leave some, um, constructive ideas and concepts for you guys to take away for, for today. I'm going to try and keep this pod, you know, under, I'll try and keep it under 30 minutes. Um, so so I can just jam pack it with good information today. Um, so I'm not, I'm not gonna give you stats or facts about alcohol. I think we all know by now that it is probably one of the. Uh, I know for a fact is the third. Um, is it the third most um, deaths? Caught, uh, I think it's avoidable deaths in the planet right now is alcohol. Uh, first is tobacco. And second is actually through poor diet. Third comes alcohol, um, which contributed to a lot of violence, a lot of, um, obviously, a lot of alcohol abuse, deaths, um, alcohol poisoning. You get the idea. And we are believed to think that it's still a normal thing to do. So why do we think that's a normal thing to do? Okay, well, number one, that the government makes a significant amount of money uh, for alcohol, especially in Australia, I think we we tax the government taxes the alcohol here more than any other country on the planet. Um, so there's a big profit margin for government here. Um, we also uh, Australia is fun fact is the only country in the world as well that only has drive through bottle shops. Now, correct me if I'm wrong too. I'm always open for feedback, but I do believe that we are the only country that has drive through bottle ins, bottle shops, uh, whatever you want to call it. So we have, you know, this issue. So we're talking about a culture issue, a culture um, most people know in Australia as a drinking culture. Um, so we've got that. We also got the, the domestication of alcohol, meaning domestication, meaning that when you were brought up as a kid and you, you were influenced by alcohol, whether your parents did it, whether your brother did it, your sister, your uncle, your grandma, your nana, um, all these little influences is what's domesticated you in a way where you have your own personal belief system where you think this is the right thing to do because you get social pressure. Isn't it crazy that you get social pressure to do a drug uh, in social situations? So there's a few issues with a lot of this stuff and I'm I'm not for it. I'm not against it for for sure. Um, I don't predominantly drink at all. Um, 
I might be the occasional person that might have a glass of red wine with a nice bit of steak or something like that. But overall, um, I can't say I don't drink, but I could definitely tell you that I can't remember the last time I actually had enough alcohol where I was drunk, which could have been maybe four, five, six years ago. Um, not too entirely sure. However, so bringing back to the point was the most uh, commented um, subject that people want to talk to me was about this today. So we need to understand there's a lot of external influences on this. So I'm here to say that, guys, we don't, we need to understand that this is the issue. The issue is that we as a culture, but as a collective around the world, uh, believe and accept that this drug is okay to have in social situations or something to do when you feel stressed, something to do when you feel tired or like a nice wind down drink, for example. So there's a lot of issues of this. So the first thing we, we can establish that, guys, you actually don't need it. Like you don't actually have to have it. Um, I know, you know, the old saying, pick your poison kind of thing, but in reality, if you don't buy alcohol, you're not going to drink it, right? The, but the point, the most important, I'm sort of going around circles here, but the most important part here is, so when, for example, when one decides to, I want to lose weight, big issue here is, okay, um, I, how much alcohol do I drink? Okay, so I drink X amount. Okay, so first of all, you can cut it out too, which is pretty straightforward. How do you cut it out? Well, you don't buy it, right? However, the other point here is your social group. If you're hanging out with people who like to drink and you're trying to cut down the alcohol consumption, you will fall victim in social pressure where therefore the likelihood of you to cut down your alcohol intake is going to be far more difficult for someone who social group who doesn't drink for example my social group doesn't generally drink um that's because i've been working in the fitness industry for um over 13 years and majority of my relationships are from the fitness industry right so for me to not drink it's quite easy because i don't hang out with people who drink all the time however when you're trying to lose five kilos or you're looking to get in shape for summer or getting in shape for winter doesn't matter what part of the world you are in um, if you're hanging out with people who drink you're going to have a far greater uh, far greater difficult time to cut that out or quit it or even significantly reduce it we need to understand too this is a non-essential macro meaning that you can't burn this you can't burn alcohol so if you drink a thousand calories in alcohol you can't burn it off you can't use it as energy source uh, and you can't go to the gym and burn it off so that's a fact it's a dead uh dead calories is probably the better word dead calories okay so domestication of alcohol okay so that's when you grow up and this is what you're taught that it's normal to drink it's normal to have a glass of wine with your parents or anything like that so we all get brought up on that and then obviously when you go for school and then you start seeing these ideas of parties and stuff like what a weird idea party in order for you to have a party you have to have alcohol like I, isn't that didn't that sound a little bit weird so let's reword that in order for you to go to social events most people need to have drugs in order to socialize. 
Now, I'm not saying that I'm not calling out on anyone today, but we need to understand that this is not, guys, we don't need to um, have alcohol in order to socialize or have a good time. And if you are seeking that, that this is what you need, then maybe you need to look in within yourself and identify what's actually the real problems here if you can't have a good time without alcohol. Um, but we, we also got to be careful too because a lot of people who uh, stop drinking alcohol, they, they create this uh, ego about them that I don't drink alcohol. Like they like to cram it down everyone's throat just like when people go vegan for the first time. The old saying is like, how do you know if someone's vegan? You don't worry about it because they're going to tell you. Um, so we also need to be careful of that aspect too, is you can fall into this, into the ego self of you love to tell people how much you don't drink or you, you know how bad it is for you people. Okay, so we make sure you avoid that issue too because I've, been, I've definitely felt victim um, in that for sure in the past maybe a couple of years ago, um, and nobody cares, too, this is the thing, too, nobody cares, if you drink or not, no one cares at the end of the day, I'm just telling you guys that if you want to stay relatively relatively in shape for 365 days a year, you need to not drink at all, or have very low to moderate um, intake of alcohol, um, and as I said, culture is going to be a big one, especially in Australia, we're known for the drinking culture, and I think that's quite, it's not really a culture that we should be proud of. So, what have we got here? Yeah, so I've, I've been, so just going back here. So I've talked about social press. Just be aware of your social groups, okay? So it's like lo- losing weight. Um, if you're trying to lo- eat healthy and your social group eats crap food, you're going to have a hard time trying to eat clean. Uh, another example, you're eating clean, you hang out with friends, and they end up ordering pizza for everyone. So now everyone's eating pizza but you. So these, this is, these are the things that we, um, personal, trainer, personal trainers don't really talk about. Um, I'm not too sure why. However, when, you, when we're talking to clients, we need to really educate, hey, this is more than just cutting alcohol. This is a more of a psychology thing. We're looking to break habits. We're looking to rewire the brain. Um, we're looking to try and do things that probably make you uncomfortable, especially going out um, to social events. Um, and when you go out, they'll be going, oh, why don't you drink? Or they'll go, oh, what do you want? I'll, I'll get it. Like you, you're, you're going to get inundated with these subliminal uh, pressures to drink. Because this is the apparently the right thing to do. So we need to be aware of this. And it's the same idea when I said with food as well. When you go out for food or when you, you know, change the, like, for example, if you go, uh, you go out for a cafe and instead of you order this meal, but you take a few things out and, and add a few things in. Uh, for some people, that would be quite intimidating too, like changing the order of um, of the menu. Um, you've got to be disciplined with that. So there's a lot of these new habits and habits we've got to create and break at the same time. So if you are struggling that, identify that. Um, 
have a look in within yourself, but most importantly, look at your so- look at look around you and look at your social groups that you're spending the most amount of time with. Um, so I've sort of covered, you know, the domestication of alcohol. You know, that's how we get introduced in it as a kid. We believe this is the right thing to do. Usually, your parents are the biggest influences uh, with that. And second will come for your social group. So if your parents didn't drink, I guarantee your social group would have done it. Okay, so we call that domestication. And everyone is domesticated. We are basically a domesticated uh, human sapien. That's just a, a quote that I... Or not a quote, it's a part of the book. Uh, I just recently started reading by the uh, the Four Agreements. And one of them is talking about yeah, the domestication of, of adults or domestication of humans. Where we we grow, we you know we get born and we get past this book and this is all the things that we can do. These are the things we don't do. These are things who we judge and who we don't judge, etc. Um, social groups. We talk about that. I think I have sort of covered that. Why do we need to drink? Okay. Well, why do you need to? Okay. So that sort of comes off domestication, social pressure, social groups, and all that. Um, so let's go off a little bit topic here and what about, okay, what about if someone doesn't want to do it? Because again, I'm, I'm, I'm not for it and I'm not against it. So I want to make sure this conversation, uh, today with myself is to make sure we include everyone. So what do we drink smarter? Okay. So what I mean drinking smarter. So for example, real simple little tips here, guys, but very, very, um, not use that often, but one of them, for example, if you're drinking, uh, let's call bourbon and coke. Okay, so if I order bourbon coke, I'm generally going to ask, "Hey, do you have a Coke Zero or uh, something that doesn't have any sugar in it?" Um, as the alternative. Okay. Yes, you're still consuming the alcohol. However, you're not having all the additional sugar that comes with the soft drink. Um, so that, that obviously is applied to any other really drink that you, that is mixed. Um, you know, try and go for the sugar-free alternative. It's just, you know, it's not perfect, but it's a so far much greater than having sugar and alcohol mixed together. Um, so yeah, that's with mixed drinks. You can look at beers as well. I'm sure I'm, again, I'm not too educated about this kind of stuff, but I'm, I'm assuming there's a lot of low carb, healthy or healthier alternative, uh, options for beer as well. You can also look down that road as well. Um, you can also, I do believe vodka is usually, uh, seems to be a one that talks, gets talked about a lot. Um, uh, gin is another one that are much uh, healthy alternatives compared to your, your traditional alcohol drinks. Um, another one that I actually used to do when I was, um, oh, this is maybe five years ago, five, six years ago, but we used to have um, gin or vodka, so it doesn't matter what one, we'd have soda water, okay, so again, go, approaching this sugar-free alternative, and then we would put electrolytes in with the drink as well, so we can put some BCAs um, with it as well, so not only you got the, the sugar-free alternative, you got a much more cleaner alcohol, but you also get a little bit hydrated as well at the same time. And it, it, it puts a nice flavor to it. So you can also look at doing that. Um, there's another good one 
as well where you can, for example, let's say you do none of that. Um, so there's a new rule of thumb that you make for yourself. So every drink that you have, you must now break that drink up with a drink of water. So you have one drink and then you have a drink of water. You have another drink and then you have another glass of water. And I find like it's not perfect. It's definitely, again, like it's not going to be the best because you're drinking alcohol. So you've already kind of lost the battle. But if you are going to do that, honestly, I do believe that without changing anything, because again, we're, we we are, we can't judge anyone and we can't be for or against people here because we're just, people are, are going to be the way they are. However, I think if, if, if anyone could take any, any, anything from, from this today is if you could just introduce that habit, um, when you do, um, because dehydration, I, now again, there's a lot of the stuff that I'm not entirely sure because it's a subject that doesn't really interest me too much, but these are some basic stuff that would give advice to clients, but I, I do believe the big part of your hangover is through the dehydration process of what alcohol and the sugar combined does to you. So you can eliminate that by, you know, substituting, you know, with a, a drink and then have another glass of water. Um, I think that's f a far greater alternative than not approaching any of these tips at all. So that's probably one of the best ones I do find that is because, again, you, like, you can't, and that's something I learned with running a personal training business is you can't stop people from drinking. However, you can give these better alternatives um, and hope for a more of a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. Um, keep in mind too um, is if there is a specific goal, which uh, actually I'll wait that. I think, I'm trying to think of anything I can drink smarter because that's my last um, point I want to make. Uh, what else, what else could you do? Yeah, I think that's sort of bit it. Like, there's not, there's not other real ways you can, you know, work around it. I'm, like I said, like, go for the sugar-free stuff. Make sure you're having adequate water. You could do that little hack that I used to do where, you know, you put the BCAs, BCA water, um, or, you know, put your electrolytes in, um, with your vodka or gin. With soda water, I find that's the most low calorie option, and the most, uh, um, I guess, the best alternative to not getting as dehydrated than you would from traditional alcohols or can traditional drinks. Um, but coming back down to the last point that um, I want to talk about is if you're having an issue with this, okay. So we've already talked about. Well, it's probably been subconsciously built in your brain, okay? So that's domestication. We've got your social groups. Social groups uh, means family as well. That comes off why do you need to drink. But another why that we can look at is your goals. Now, there's a couple ways to look at this. If your why, when it comes to healthy lifestyle, so whatever healthy lifestyle means to you, and this could mean anything, Okay, because everyone has their own interpretation of what a healthy lifestyle is, or their own interpretation of what staying in shape all year round means. Okay, so everyone has a different alternative. However, if your why is not big enough, 
you are surely going to uh, suffer through the lack of motivation or the lack of discipline because the why is not big enough. So you need a gravitational pull because this is, you know, this dry July, is, I think it's the biggest waste of anyone's time because that's not teaching anyone. That's encouraging people to brag about them not drinking and they just dying for that fucking first drip of alcohol when it comes through August. Um because their why is not big enough, you know, why, why are you not drinking, you know what I mean, you don't have to do it, um, the goal may not be big enough, or the timeline might be too long, so for example, if you want to lose 5 kilos in, well, let's say 10 kilos um, in 20 weeks, or, you know, um, yeah, 4 months, 4 or 5 months, why don't you shorten that timeline, create a little bit more urgency, um, within the goals that you've set yourself because if you have a shorter timeline and you have a big enough why, I promise you the when that motivation goes away, the willpower that you have because of having these big goals and big whys is going to be the thing that keeps you uh, going through when you're having lack of motivation or where you feel you're the most vulnerable to be uh, not manipulated but having social pressure convincing you that you should have a drink um so consider your your goals your targets your why like why why are you trying to stay healthy like everyone wants that but if i asked you know if i asked 10 people you know why are you trying to do that a lot of them probably won't be able to give me a really good answer um because they're not too sure of themselves because we because the reason why I want to talk about a lot of this stuff, guys, is because it's not now. It's until you have a actual health scare or you're faced with, oh, shit, if I don't prioritize my health, I'm going to be not on this planet anymore, is when you're going to actually start taking action on this. Like I said, I'm not for it. I'm not against it. If you if you want to continue drinking, sure, I support that. If you don't want to drink as well, I also support that. However, we've got to find that, um, what's that word, homeostasis or finding the dichotomy, uh, dichotomy and finding the, what's it called? I should remember this quote. Uh, finding the equilibrium between the two opposing forces when it comes to drinking and not drinking at all. And you've got to find that a perfect fit for you because just for example if it works the way i do my um the way i handle alcohol is going to be very different to you so everyone's going to be very unique and very different and at the end of the day you're an adult and you can make your own choices for that but i'm just telling you if you are drinking it's going to make it a lot harder to stay in shape and not only that energy levels the your training sessions going to be down. Sometimes you train. I feel like when when I drink, my training sessions down for like a week, like sometimes two weeks. So again, if you want to look up all the facts and statistics, sure, go up, go online. Um, I don't find this topic interesting enough for me to give you this got this this um information. But we can use our basic knowledge to understand what is good and what's what's bad. And um, this is my input for today. But hopefully you guys can take some good stuff away from this, okay? Because the problem with these sort of topics, people are going to tell you don't, don't drink or, hey, you should drink, but have you tried this and this? I'm saying 
you should try both. Try not drinking for a month. If you think you've got a habit of drinking, don't drink for three months. And prove to yourself that you can't drink because if, like, everyone is responsible for their own actions. Um, however, another point that I could add is with the social group, just going through these topics that I've talked about, with your social group, find a social group who are, I guess, chasing the same goals, dreams, or targets that you have in mind as well. Because if you can build a team of accountability, I promise you, it is so much easier having people that are going to keep you accountable and you're keeping them accountable than doing it all by yourself. Now, if you don't have the luxury of doing that, you can also look into personal training. That's why personal training is, I, I believe it's one of the best things anyone can do, including myself. Including myself, I even for me, I have a personal trainer and I am a personal trainer. So you're never too good or too bad to never get a personal trainer. So, and that sometimes having a personal trainer just to have that level of accountability is sometimes you, that's all you need. So, I think that's sort of about it I want to talk about. Let's see how long I've been talking on this for. Oh, nice, 25 minutes. Um, cool. I think that'll be it for today. Look, anyway, guys, look, I hope this helps out. I uh, hope this answers a few questions. Um, but just remember, guys, like, it is a choice, but also you've got to think about the longevity and the long-term goals that you have in mind. If you don't, I would I would recommend to start looking at setting these because these are the things, these are going to be the gravitational pulls that are going to pull you through when you're not feeling at your best or when you're the most unmotivated. And I promise you that day will come because it happens to everyone. Um, and that's the difference between people who do achieve their goals and people who don't have those big, almost unachievable goals. Or, for example trying to find that equilibrium between the two opposing forces. So that might be having, you know, sugar-free soft drink mixing with the alcohol or, you know, having the most important one I want want you guys to take away, which I just said before, I will say it again, is, you know, if you have a drink, have a drink of water, then have another drink and then have your next glass of water. And... And then from there, you guys can find your own sweet spot to what you perceive is a healthy lifestyle. Anyway, guys, I hope this helps out. If you have any questions on this, you can feel free to reach me out on Instagram. Uh, the account's called Strong Knees for BJJ. That's Strong Knees for BJJ. Um, you can reach me out on. Um, feel free to reach me on Facebook as well. It's, it's Lockieville, L-A-C-H-I-E-Ville, V-E-A-L. Or you can find other episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play Radio. And I'm sure there's a whole bunch of other platforms that I've distributed this, this episode on. Um, and if you have any questions, please reach out. Until then, guys, stay sweet, stay handsome. Hope this helps out. And I'll talk to you guys real soon.